Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special of COVID-19 in the wrestling world. It's been well over a month since our last discussion, and we have a lot to get through here today, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, Jim Boy Star and Josiah are here with me to discuss everything and, well, pretty much anything going on right now in wrestling and in our lives. Right, and I think one of the reasons that it took so long for me to say, like, oh, let's do another episode is because for a while it wasn't that – it didn't seem like there was too much to talk about. Now there seems to be plenty, and I do want to mention, because you said just now, talk about what's going on in the wrestling world. Um, I We are only talking about the wrestling world with COVID. Um, in fact – I know there's a lot of other things going on right now in regards to I don't, um, something about like um, speak up or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to talk about that because there's no way to actually relate that to COVID, which is what this mini series has been all about. So just keep that in mind as well. Now we have a lot to talk about before we actually talk about pro wrestling and joining us from Canada our our neighbor Josiah will give us his what's going on in Canada because I'm sure they will continue to hold things or handle things much better than here in the United States. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> so let's start with the mess that is the United States. A lot of things have happened. Um, there were reopenings all over the place ahead of schedule because Bill. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the first of the reopenings was supposed to start the 1st of June. Mm-hmm. However, a huge, not a huge amount, but a good amount of them started in, I would say, the second or third week of May. Yeah, and, you know, after following Florida and Texas and Arizona, which I, I think are the three main ones that really were the first to open, a lot of the other states started to open up around that time that you had mentioned, Jim. And, you know, everyone was at phase one. And depending on where you live now, a lot of you might be at phase two. Um, I know I am from where I live. Some might still be on phase one. As we record this, just so everyone knows, it is June 20th at 7.39 p.m., for I work in the city in New York City, and and I have gone back to work, so that should be an interesting story later on. Um, and I, but I live in New Jersey. New York will be experiencing Phase Two on Monday, which I'm terrified about. New Jersey, though, I believe might even be on Phase Three. Wow! So it's weird for me because I'm I have to kind of keep track of both of them, um, but. Yeah, the reopenings happen, and now recently, there's also been a surge, particularly in Florida, mm-hmm. who I would argue, well, maybe Georgia. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Florida, I believe, was the first one to declare, like, we're going to start reopening. Yeah, yeah, and they, <laughs> they've they not been handling any of this well uh, in terms of at least international coverage, Florida is kind of looked at like you morons from outside. Yeah. 
Um, oh, from the inside too, I think. I think uh, that's probably too. true too. That's probably true too. Uh, and uh, I know that's where most of the sports will be gathering and all that kind of stuff. But the sports league seems to be more responsible about this stuff than uh, than the state itself, mm-hmm. because they're the ones who are instituting testing and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, the UFC of all places is leading the way by testing all their fighters and and it's like ridiculous the amount of testing they're doing mm-hmm. right. uh and which is good uh, like they're testing before i think do, uh, like they have, fighters have to be there a certain time before a fight to get tested they get tested throughout the week i think it's like they're testing pretty much every day yeah which which is going to be interesting when we talk about how pro wrestling's been handling things later on in the show now, yes. Now I want to mention because um, you had mentioned UFC, um, boxing had s- slowly started to um, come back up. Bill, do people really care about boxing these well, days? Well, there is something I want. To I add don't think there is. Well, there's something I want to add because okay. <laughs> ESPN they had this week two nights of well, actually three if you count today. The main event from the Thursday fight had to be canceled because one of the boxers' managers tested positive. Mm. So, you know, that threw a wrench into their card. And with boxing, you know, they have these matches set in advance. And if they have to cancel, you know, it makes the, the card shorter and you can't get a match together in a quick pace. So I, I just wanted to mention that. No, I mean, I, I actually did not know that. And to be, let's look at this on all sides. Also, as of tonight, the Belmont happened. Bill, why don't you tell people real quick the difference between, because I wouldn't freaking know. I don't care about sports. <laughs> um, the um, difference between this year and every other year of okay, the Belmont. Basically, and tell people what the Belmont is. Josiah, as a Canadian, do you even know what the Belmont is? <laughs> I have a suspicion based on an earlier message you sent me, okay. but I honestly don't know. All right. So, so <laughs> wait, the, oh, oh, I, I did say, I did mention the bell because yeah. I was like, I don't know if Bill's going to be able to pull himself away from the bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it is a, it, it's a horse race, and That's what um, usually here in the U.S., it is the last race of the Triple Crown for three-year-olds, and. Traditionally, it usually happens on the first or second weekend of June, depending on how the calendar falls. So because the other two big races that happened, the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness, were postponed until September and October, respectively, the Belmont happened to be the first race of the Triple Crown. And what made this race, besides that, different is the distance of the race. Without going into math, because I'm good at math sometimes, but sometimes I suck at it as well. So, are you are you doing are you gonna do Steiner math? No, I'm not gonna do Steiner. Math. <laughs> I, I, I failed That's the at best Steiner kind of math. math. I failed at Steiner math. Um, traditionally the race is a mile and a half long. Today's race was a mile and an eighth. So they made basically the big difference is. When you're racing, you know, sometimes you'll have to make two turns. Today, they just made one big turn towards the home stretch. That's a big difference. 
and they the 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 racing committee didn't think that these horses didn't have enough time to prepare for you know that long of a distance a mile and an eighth so they're like okay or a mile and a half pardon me so they decided we'll make it shorter we'll make it a mile and an eighth and the only people that were really there were staff uh a couple trainers media and that was really it now let me ask you this has do you feel and i don't even know if there's a way that you would know this to be honest with you but i'll give it a try because of the different format and really i guess would you you would say there was a lack of fanfare right or no when it's usually the triple crown there is interest Uh, absolutely i agree because i've heard of this before even being a non-sports person right would you say if you and again you might not know this bill um that not many because when i when i think of horse racing i automatically think to people betting on horses Mm -hmm. do you think that was down like the betting aspect of things or i'm it might be a little bit down but i don't think it was down like tremendously because of how you know we have apps these days and you can bet you know depending on the state like if you live in new jersey or new york i'm I'm just using those as an example yeah you know you could bet there i know there are some states that are starting to open up on betting sports in general um i i think it may have gone down a little bit I, th- I think I bring it up only because I feel like if there was less interest, then there would be less betting. Right. Maybe I'm wrong in that assumption. But you have, By the way, who's, who's the winner again? Because uh, I, I know that it's my cousin's pick. That tis won. the law. Yeah, okay. He's going to win the Triple Crown, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> he will win the Triple Crown this year. Um. So, yeah, that's another aspect of things we've heard uh, just kind of relate. Let's we might as well go through the sports thing because it is related to the United States and the reopening. Yeah. Um, we've heard the NBA is going to be playing in Florida, as yeah. it was mentioned before. I do kind of. I still think there should be Disney characters in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pulling for you, Jim. Space I'm really Jam. Pulling space for Jam. You. I really want that. That would be so great. Like to see a real life Space and, Jam and, and, and Stitch and well, Cinderella I mean, cheering know, different teams. You know what, Jim? In uh, Korea, they recently placed stuffed animals in the stands. So if they can't get, like, the mascots, they could do, like, stuffed, you know, uh, stuffed toys of the Disney characters. Well, I don't know where I heard this, and maybe it's not even true, but I thought somewhere in the world someone started some country started using sex dolls yeah that's true i've heard that i don't remember where it was but apparently they did um so you know what in the grand scheme of things these whether it's sex dolls or disney characters (laughs) people are finding ways to really try to open up in some way to get some kind of some kind of steps back to, uh, to normal and i bring this up because then you have things that are happening Right as we're recording this, there's a rally for the Trump campaign going on in Tulsa. Uh, it's been advised against. Uh, it's been. Bill, help me say say what I'm saying. I know you know what I'm saying. Basically, a lot of people have advised others do not go to this, including a top official, I believe, yeah. in the health department of Tulsa. Yeah, because of the risk. And the rally, like Trump and the rally people were like, 
you know, come, you don't have to wear a mask, you could sign a waiver saying, you know, if you get sick, you don't blame us. That's interesting, the weaver thing, I, I thought. I'm yeah, very was- interested in how that's that go that's going. Uh, or how that, you know, like how many people were maybe dissuade because of that. Mm-hmm. So we might be, you know, we might be talking about WWE or AEW later in this show, and then we might have breaking news from the Tulsa rally, because right who knows what's going on. Okay, so it's begun. Okay. I like it. It's begun. It's begun. <laughs> <laughs> With foreboding. <laughs> now, as someone looking on the outside, Josiah, how much of this do you know? Because all the stuff we just mentioned, the NBA, um, the the Belmont, the Trump rally, how much of this do you know is going on here in the States being from Canada? Oh, pretty much all of it. Uh, like, But my, I didn't know the horse racing because I don't follow horse racing, but I do know what the Triple Crown is and stuff like that. Uh, like that always makes the news here and all that. So I would have expected I've heard something about it eventually. Um, but all, all of this is stuff that I was w- aware of. And I don't even watch the news and I was aware of it which should tell you exactly how prominent the news is spreading in this regard. Um, but yeah, our, our Canadian news will be covering most of that stuff. And the NBA is very popular in Canada as well. Plus, it was invented by a Canadian, so, you know, we got to follow it. Uh, yeah, I don't think <laughs> I knew that. Also, it should be, and, and I don't definitely don't leave mean to leave this out, um, on the other side of things, there have been protests um, from the Black Lives Matter group throughout the United States, I believe, I mean, there's still some groups, I believe, even right now that are still doing it, but their strongest was probably like a period of two weeks. Yeah. And of, and of course that brought concerns as far as, you know, well, you're all supposed to stay home. In some ways, some of the same concerns as the Trump rally uh, that's happening. But I mean, the thing is to me, I was like, I can't really blame them. They're staying up for what's right. And you know what? Maybe I, I just wish them the best because, you know, they're standing up for what they believe in, and I applaud that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you look at it as a COVID thing, yes, that's a reason to get nervous as yeah. well. Um, God, just uh, yeah. So uh, we had similar protests here. Um, they are still going on in parts because uh, we our, our police while. While I will say that it is probably better prepared than the United States in many ways, and you hear of less instances of those things happening, mm-hmm. it still it still exists here. Okay. Uh, uh, it it absolutely does, particularly in uh, relation with um, the uh, original people here, the Aboriginals, um, are and that population and. There have been some people who have been shot and died recently by cops, uh, and there is an obvious problem with racism in Canada in that regard, and it's being addressed in Parliament right now. There's been It's a very hot-button issue in Parliament right now, as one of the MPs, um, the leader of the NDP, was kicked out of the House uh, for calling the leader of the Bloc Québécois a racist. Mm. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, the leader of the Bloc Québécois is a racist. So <laughs> it was not received well. And it hasn't helped that the leader of the NDP, Jagmeet Singh, 
is he's Punjabi. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, that alone would tell you right there. That there's going to be a clash between the two. Exactly, exactly. And um, let's just say it's getting heated in Canada, and the leader of the NDP has a lot of support. We'll put it that way. And he wanted to put forth a bill that restructures the RCMP, that's our police force, uh, which is a national police force. We do have um, local police forces as well, but... Most the RCMP is our our does most of the policing in Canada, even in cities. Um, so let me ask you this: with all these, you know, you mentioned there are protests going on in Canada as well. Is the concern there about the COVID? Was that is that brought up by people around you or anyone that's in the country on the news that you watch? Or a lot of the protesting was done with social distancing uh, respected here. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would say it hasn't been a major concern here in that regard, um, mainly because the numbers that we're seeing in Canada, um, which we'll touch on once we go back to COVID in Canada, but the, the, the numbers are going down. Uh, our curve is flattening. It's not perfect, but we are doing, we're doing probably better than, than than most places. That's how okay. I put it. Because I was going to say, if you said the United States, I'm like, well, who's not doing like worse? Who is doing worse than us at this point? I, I was trying to place us accurately in terms of the world. And I'm like, I'm, we're not as good as some other countries, but we are doing better than most, I would say. Uh, Brazil's getting up there. They're like although, right behind us. Although I should say, I would say this. I I think what's relevant in what that Canada is doing good as opposed to Brazil and, um, you know, any other country is, except for maybe one other one, is that you're our neighbor. So, like, instinctly for me, I would be like, hmm, surprised Canada's not that it would be bad, but I'm surprised it might not be a bit higher because of how bad we are. It's, it's comes down to a difference in culture. Right. Really? Like uh, probably leadership too. I think that that is a huge part of it. Yes, Uh, we we certainly have um, quality leadership in that regard here, and it it is uh, it has made a significant difference. Um. So going back to what we were talking about before, like I said, we'll probably check in with Tulsa. I guess you know. I know. Bill had mentioned that Pence is speaking right now. Uh, but like I said, there's there's a lot of things going on in our personal lives, too. I started going back to work last week. And again, I live in New Jersey, work in New York. Um, I've said on this show that I am probably in the biggest hotspot up until recently. Now I believe it's Florida mm-hmm. um, of the country. So how are things up here? <laughs> well, let me just tell you. So, there aren't many people going in, because even when you're told to go in, I think the the idea here is if you can work from home, then you should. I can work from home. The owner refuses to do it. So, I'm in. I take the bus. There's a sign on there that says bus 50% capacity, um, which right now is fine. It's one of the reasons why I am worried about um, Monday and subsequently other phase reopenings because when we are at a regular amount, 
50% could mean that I'm waiting for like three or four buses before I can get on one. If you're doing 50% only. Mm. Um, and then there, I go on a train. I take a bus to the train and the train, uh, is fine. I'm actually less worried about the train than I am the bus. Although, although there is still that concern, but I also think people will just push through myself included, meaning I'm not looking at that train and being like, is there 50% there? I'm pushing through because otherwise I'm going to be late. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do all the time. You shove yourselves in there. That's how that works. And I don't think, unlike the bus, I don't think there's a way for them to enforce that. Because the bus, you can the driver is basically like, nope, no one else can come on. A pit train, which is what I take, all doors open at all the time, all at the same time. They all close at the same time. And there's no one that's you can't, there's so many cars. You can't count within seconds how many people are going on and then stop those people. It's not possible. Yeah. So less, more worried about the bus. The city itself, very, very weird. Not that many people. A lot of places boarded up that I was not used to seeing boarded up. Certain, certain businesses that I knew going into work are now gone or leasing you know they're done um it's it's really something to actually do that commute and remember what it was like in march totally different um that's oh and also for some reason after like three days the the homeless were out in great spurts out of nowhere i was like i guess they're not scared at all at this point, I mean, these guys are like, I even say homeless because some of them I think are just like um, drug dealers and other. I think my, my coworker says he calls them riffraffs. I'm like, you know what? That's a good name for it. Yeah. Um, you know, this, they sleep on the street. But what's weird was for like the first two days, there were still none of them at all. Then all of a sudden they started popping up this week. So I thought that was interesting. Um, that's my experience, Bill. Let's see what's going on in Maryland. What's been going on there? Um, well, here in Maryland, um, some places have started to open up. Some restaurants, you can have like outdoor seating, and some you can have indoor, but not full capacity, obviously. I now, have you experienced? Have you guys tried to go to an indoor facility and saw like how? much of a weight it truly is now that it is 50% capacity? No, I have not. Do you know anyone that did? Like, in, do you know if it's a, like a long weight or? I don't, I don't think it's been a long wait from okay. what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able actually to go back to work for a little bit on Monday. Uh, I, I work at a school and the way that they did it, or at least my school did, they came up with a schedule for three days and mine happened to be this past Monday. <clears throat> Each person, if they came, you didn't have to come, but if you did come, you had two hours in the building to clean up whatever in your classroom. <clears throat> so by the time that I got there, um, the other aid in the classroom he had done most of the work when he was there so there was still some stuff there for me to do 
I was there for a little over an hour before <clears throat> I left, and it was very, very weird not being there, or, or I mean, being there with very little people in the building. Right. It just was very, I mean, I mean, it was an odd experience, but I was able to get a couple things moved, put away, uh, clean up a little bit throw some stuff out in the trash and that was really it because the teacher said you know leave the 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 boards alone leave the stuff hanging up uh leave names up so you know that's what we did and it, it was a it was a it was a very interesting experience i'll say that right by the way uh, just it should be noted for mine what i did forget to say was I'm curious, Bill, if you have to do the same thing. In order for me to even go into the building where I work, I was required to get um, tested no, uh, for COVID I, I, again and, a, and an antibody. No, I, I, I was not, actually. Which I was like, well, okay, well, I know that I had it, so obviously the antibody's going to be there, which mm -hmm. it confirmed it was, and then I was negative, so I was like, all right. It's like all the COVID's gone. It's like yeah. it took long enough. It took freaking long enough for me, but <laughs> no, it is good news. Trust me. But now I'm just like, all right, it's now it's a matter of time of when am I going to catch it again now that I'm doing this commute? Right. Um, I kind of already, I'm more scared though, to be honest with you, about the fall. That's what I'm scared about. I'm not as concerned about right now in the summer. It's the uh, second wave. The, the, the fall, I think, is going to be, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. Good to know. We switch over now to Canada. Why don't you tell us how your government's handling things, how you yourself are handling things, Josiah? So I'll start with federally. Uh, we have just over 100,000 cases in Canada. And it's the Quebec is by far the worst with a 54,000, which will tie into a, a little bit about locally here in a little bit. I'm not in Quebec, but I'm on the border. Uh, I'm not on the border. Our province is on the border. I'm far, far from the Quebec border. I'm like a five hour drive away from it. But uh, overall, I think we've been handling it fairly well. Uh, there has been some missteps. I do think we we're probably still opening things a little bit too early, uh, but opening is really down to the provinces themselves because the, each province is different right now. Like Quebec is a nightmare right now, right? Whereas that's Canada's hotspot, and Ontario is pretty bad too. Uh, but outside of that, the rest of Canada is pretty much fine. Like Ontario and Quebec, fifty-four thousand and six hundred seventy-four in Quebec, thirty-three thousand three hundred and one in Ontario. And uh, they have seven seven thousand six hundred seventy three in um, in Alberta. I actually would have expected more in British Columbia, but they have more in Alberta than British Columbia, and so that's really where the majority of the cases come from. Mm -hmm. Is those three provinces? The other ones, the high next highest one to that was two thousand seven hundred and ninety in British Columbia, and then one thousand sixty one in Nova Scotia, and the rest are all under a thousand. So. Uh, Basically, half the country is under uh, under a thousand cases in the prov in the, each province. Okay. So uh, we're we're seeing the curve flatten. We're seeing provinces now with no active cases, uh, which is fantastic. 
Um, our province has a few active cases because a doctor went to Quebec and he picked up his daughter there and then came back and didn't properly self-quarantine for 14 days mm. after. And he spread it to several people, including an old people's home. I think that's I think that's how New Zealand got there. Someone wasn't quarantined once they got in from wherever they were coming from. What makes this worse is that this this guy's a doctor. Yeah, I guess that's uh, true. Yeah, and unfortunately, he's he's also received a lot of death threats and things like that, which is mm. not okay. Uh, especially because they're telling him, uh, you know, you need to go back to your country and all this kind of stuff because he's in, he's not originally from here. And uh, all that stuff is unacceptable. Right. Uh, he probably, now that he did it, he he's probably feels terrible. Yeah. Uh, and can, I, can, I, can, I, can I intervene to ask a question? Because I just to... Um... Just to ask, based on what me and Bill were talking about with the United sure. States, we talked about, we and Bill talked about how there are, you know, the protests, and then you have, like, the, the Trump supporters. Are you guys having any, I know you mentioned you had the protest side of thing, I, and I guess I'm not saying Trump supporters, but people that are gathering to want to open up. Oh, yeah. You, okay, oh, you yeah. are. Can you give me, oh, like, an example of what you've seen in, from that side of things? They're uh, very, in my city alone, there was a protest to reopen things, and six people showed up. Oh, guys, <laughs> yours isn't that. Wow, that was uh, <laughs> but we, in other cities, we've seen more, uh, and there's lots of stupid things that you see online of people saying things like it's all a conspiracy and all that kind of right. stuff. And, and uh, I've... I've had to very take a very hard stand with some personal friends. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and and I still love the guy. Like we, he's he's still. I told him I was like, you're still like a brother to me, but you're an idiot. <laughs> right. And uh, it, it's really. And he took this in in stride. Like he he thinks I'm just stupid, but. But at the same time, we're, I don't know how uh, it hasn't descended to any anger or frustration towards each other. It hasn't. Well, that's uh, good. Maybe but he, you know why? Probably because you know, and I've you know known you for a while now. At this point, I don't feel like you're someone like you'll listen to someone and mm-hmm. don't. I mean, you maybe you do take it to heart, but not enough where you you have that instant anger. No, like you'll listen. You're like, all right, I get your side. I think you're wrong still, but I, I can, I guess I see what you're saying as far as like, I'm still here listening to you. That's that's generally what I try to do. And, and at the end, like, I still tell the fellow, it's like, you know, I love you. Like, and I'm doing this because I love you. Not because it's like you, you are literally like a brother to me. We grew up together. And uh, so it's like, you know, you know, you know that I'm saying this not because, not because I think you're some nutcase. Right. I, I'm saying this because I'm genuinely concerned for you. Yeah. And and that's kind of changes the starting point right there. And uh, so it's not a very hostile conversation See, to begin all, with. All we know here in the United States is hostile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, how many times do we to, see to, a video? To be fair. To be fair, it is not all like that here. There are there have been hostilities. There have been people who who've removed me from Facebook, 
after talking about how the virus is real and things like that. And I don't take it personally. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, at that point, it's like, you know what? If you don't want to hear the truth, that's not my fault. I mean, right. I got, and I, and I told, I think I told you about this, Jimmy. You got, I was going to say, I know where Bill's going with yeah, this. Go ahead. I got into an argument with someone on Facebook because I posted something about cops and my, my brother is a cop. And, you know, like, we were going back and forth, and I even took it to, you know, like, private message. And she ended up tagging me about uh, saying, like, why don't you say you're a white, you know, privileged male? And I, I want to say that, yeah, there there are, white, you know, pe- white people that are privileged. I, I will admit that. But I was never one of those. You know, I've never believed that. And... You know, she kept egging me on, egging me on, egging me on. Fortunately, my brother-in-law happened to see this, and he started, you know, coming on to the office for me. And, you know, some of my friends knew this girl, and I was like, you know what? This was the last straw for me. I'm done with her. She gets into fights with a lot of us all the time. I'm, I was done with her. And... And to, to put that in perspective, too, there's a distinct difference between saying all white people experience an extent of white privilege because of our skin color, where we don't get certain judgments and those kinds of things, and then to saying, um, to saying you specifically have experienced a really easy life because of it. Right, and, and she. So those are two. Those are two different things. And she is white. You know, and she was right. like, like she told me about something that happened with the cops and I was like hey I'm sorry about that I'm sorry you had a bad experience with them but not all cops are bad people you know and you know it was like I told my best friend other friends found out about this I was like you know what I'm done with her she can have her opinion she can have her thoughts about me but at the end of the day she doesn't know me she doesn't know where I've been so and then I almost got into an argument with another person, but we talked about it, you know, on uh, DM, person to person, and we settled down. So, mm-hmm. so at least you know, I was able and, to keep one person instead of losing two. But I was fine losing the person because she was just a well, person at times. Well, and, and and again, that's different too than saying. Like there, because there are obvious systemic issues with racism mm-hmm. uh, built into the the police force and things like that. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean all cops are racist. No, of course not. But but there are systemic issues built in that lead to these things happening, right. and and those things do need to be addressed. Uh, and and I, I'm glad to see things like the protests and whatnot happening to address that. Right, which is why from kind of kind of bringing this back to COVID is that's why I'm just I'm not as I'm not as mad about. The protests, like I said, because of the fact that they're necessary. Right. They, they, they were the right thing. Yeah. The right thing to do. Whereas having a rally in Tulsa that's going on right now is yeah, like, doesn't need to happen. Oh, he has. Oh, great. P- please keep it on so we can see what he has to say for himself. Since yeah. we're still talking you know about this. See if I can put it on closed caption. Well, I mean, you can always check. The, I'm sure the news is going to have the, the highlights too. So just keep an eye on the news too. 
Um, so my so my thing is this: I still build the same. I remember when I, when he told me this, I was like, the thing that I never understand, and I, this is not really related so much to the um, the police system or or COVID. Is some people say, "Why did you unfollow me?" I'm like, I don't think anyone's ever owed an answer to that mm-hmm. because it's I'm just on, like, I, I, on I, social I, media, who cares? Plus, it's your social media. You yeah. can. You can do what you want. You want. I I can tell you right now. I uh, 100% have unfollowed people for saying a nice thing about Triple H. Yes. <laughs> so you just have to catch me at the right mood. So and then I'll just unfollow you. What like? Oh, what you think Goldberg's the best? Unfollow. I'm gonna try that. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, okay. no one's owed an explanation to any any I, of this. I, like, well, that explains, you, that explains why you won't follow me when I tweeted out how much I think Goldberg's awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Because, because you've come on the show with us and just got and given us a, world, a brighter, broader worldview of things, particularly in Canada, I'll probably just mute you so I don't actually have to see, but <laughs> so I'm still following you. <laughs> I feel I feel so <laughs> Thank but you. That's, that's Thank my you point. <laughs> I never understand the person that's like, "Why did you want to follow me? Why do you care?" Yeah, exactly. I never understood that. Well, some people are obsessed with social media numbers. Right, I guess. But okay, go, so going back to Canada. So, what about your daily life? What's been going on since oh. about a month and a half ago, really? Yeah. So my daily life hasn't changed too much. Uh, I have ventured out to shop a bit more. Um, I went to a very isolated beach with some friends today. Okay. Uh, but it, like the beach itself, it's still, there's no like anything open around it. It was just, we can go down to the beach and hang out. And uh, that was fun. But uh, <laughs> I just saw the message from Bill. <laughs> I'm not even paying attention. I don't. I'll, I'll get in the joke later on, I guess. But how much? How much, um, Josiah? Are you learning about the states? Like, meaning here? What's the? Uh... Not not much. Oh beyond. God! I just read it to you. I'm gonna read it because it has to do with the show. So Bill wrote, "Right now he's clapping as they are playing. I'm proud to be an American." Yep. Well, that's what's happening right now in Tulsa. Yeah, All you need is real, real American by Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan's theme to start playing. <laughs> That will be the new national anthem one time. Well, see the, see, but the thing is, and I know this from now, that's what I call podcasting, is I'm, I think there's so many times in the past that I actually had talked about artists that weren't okay with either side of the campaign using a song of theirs. Mm-hmm. Now, is I'm Proud to Be an American by a well-known singer? I think that's a one-hit wonder. Find out who sang "I'm Proud to Be an American." I'm looking at because now I'm down. curious. So, now I'm curious if, like, in the next day or two, that someone will issue a statement. Correct, right? Uh, which well, sometimes, what, which in some cases in the past, I've called them out for hypocrisy in regards to that. But mm-hmm. I don't know yet, depending who it is, if I could say that for the artist of this song. Well, uh, while he looks that up, I will continue, continue with my... Please. Sorry, I didn't yeah. to... Well, I did, no, because no. I mean, it's breaking news that people are clapping. And, and I laughed, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh, so, not, not much has changed too much in my daily life. Like, uh, I went out to a, a store beyond the grocery store. Normally, I've been having my groceries delivered, 
Um, but I, I went out to a store beyond a grocery store to buy a, buy a desk chair for myself. So, uh, and I still wear my mask when I go out and stuff like that. So I, I am, um, practice and really the outside of that, I only go to the pharmacy to, right. uh, to, if I need to pick up some medication or anything like that. Um, I don't do a whole lot outside of that. Uh, and I kind of have, we have in this, we kind of have like a multi-house bubble now. That you're allowed to be a part of and basically you're allowed to have 10 people within your bubble that you visit frequently That's oh i remember you mentioning the bubble thing in a previous episode it's expanded from two households okay. to to 10 people now so uh, i have been able to see some of my friends again which i cannot even begin to tell you <laughs> like, yeah. i have missed them i'm an introvert but i miss them dearly mm-hmm. and uh it was just really neat them, and they were happy to see me because uh, their kids think of me as Uncle Josiah. So, oh, that's nice. It was very, very sweet, and uh, and I got to be a, to see them again. And they needed they needed hugs. <laughs> they missed me, and I missed them. So, uh, and uh, tomorrow afternoon I'll be watching a uh, one of the Harry Potter films with with their oldest kid. So, oh, okay. Uh, I've actually never seen the Harry Potter series. They're very good. They're very good. You I've, heard, the books. I've heard they're very long. You have to read the books too, though. That's the <sighs> I don't read books. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I can't believe I forgot to mention this because this is actually a very big COVID thing that I experienced. I don't know if I mentioned it in this show or not. I might mention it off the air. I don't remember. Um, that my stepfather recently passed away. And we had to do a funeral in a COVID world. So what that was is you're allowed 10 people. Luckily, right before we actually had the funeral, it was increased to, I believe it was 20 at a time. Now, I don't know if they were really enforcing that. I mean, certainly there were representatives from the funeral home there, but it's not like I saw someone going around, like, trying to count numbers. Um, Personally, if we were over 20 people, it would have been at a you know very minimal time. Those people were basically going in and out because you know this is another gathering that you don't know where anyone's from. Not anyone because it's it's family, but it's like for for me there's like there are two sides to a family for me. I, I don't know how to explain it without going on a half hour explanation, but uh, let's like the mother's side is different than the father's side, I guess you would say. But anyway, that was something to experience, uh, a funeral in a COVID world. Um, and I think we, we only, well, I know that we only did one session, but I believe that might have been the only thing that was offered. I'm not, and I am surprised they, they were still able to get a priest there, because I figured this was like one of the things that they weren't going to do in a COVID environment. Um, so that was an experience. Bill? You were checking on uh, Proud to be an American? Yes. Okay, so the name of the song is called God Bless the USA, but we all know it as Proud to be an American. So that's, uh-huh. uh, it is sung by Lee Greenwood, who is a Republican, and it has been used in 2016, in 2018, and 2020. Okay. Um, was that all by Trump? Pretty well, yeah. And then it was also used as the, or it was played 
or gain popularity during the launch or following the launch of Operation Desert Storm and then after the 9-11 attacks. Um, he's 77 years old. Oh, my God. Does not look 77. Mm-hmm. And he is currently on marriage number four. Mm. You know what? Why wasn't this song... Maybe it was. I don't. I don't remember talking about this song. I definitely did a album called "Now That's What I Call the USA." This was not on there. I don't believe. Which now I'm very surprised about. Yet I had like three songs from a group called Four Troops, I believe, and they. It was like the Star Spangled Banner, and I forgot what the other two were. But you know, it's one of those ones. Yeah. Okay, I got a song that I'm gonna have to listen to when we're done here tonight. That he did. What, four? Oh, it's all about four troops. No, it's called I Don't Mind the Thorns If You're the Rose. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to that. I'll write that down. <laughs> so let's so we'll, we'll see. I don't I don't think the, your your person's going that, that guy's going to uh, make a statement in the next day. I think he's probably okay with it. Um and now I'm curious what in the world those other songs were. I'll look that up in just a second. Josiah, please continue about how Canada is looking at the United States right now. <laughs> so, uh, so we're looking at it, and and really, to be honest, I I think even here, just even though our cases are low, we're probably still rushing things. Uh, we saw a little surge of cases, like I said, from that doctor. Um, and unfortunately, uh, I think we're still rushing things a little bit. Our, uh, our province has just cleared people to play summer sports again, which worries me because you can't test on local leagues. Uh, personally, I think it should only be professional leagues playing at this point moment because they're the only ones that have the finances to test uh, for the virus. Um, but especially where it's a, we don't have an effective treatment yet or a vaccine. Uh, Like we need one of those two before I feel comfortable opening everything up back as normal. Yeah. Because at that point you can start to say, well, at least if we have an effective treatment, like a puffer or something like that, that can reduce mortality um, or help, help you get through it. And it just becomes like a common cold. Right. Then fine. But Yeah. Just an update on. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, uh, last last thought on that. But overall, uh, we are handling things quite well, and we are seeing the curve flatten in Canada. Um, I'm sure you're still laughing at the United States. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think they passed two million cases in the United States recently. Probably yeah, something like that. And it's, it's sad it's, that I, it's sad that I don't even have to doubt that number. Uh, it, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, like it's it's a it's a clown show. Um, it's just a, a complete mismanagement of uh, of well everything. Uh, just a complete disaster from from our perspective on the outside. No, I, I'm pretty sure the rest of the world too. Just an update, by the way, on uh, uh, that song of now. That's what I call the USA, the patriotic country collection that I did. Apparently, I did talk about the song. There it is. Lee Greenwood, God bless the USA. Well, I just found out that there are other, there's at least four other versions of that song. 
Well, I did the Lee Greenwood one, apparently, and I guess it did not stick. I mean, to be fair, at this point, I've done so many episodes of now, that's what I call podcasting. I definitely have talked about over 120 songs of in this, since the beginning of that show. However, like I said, I remembered Four Troops, where they did Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, and they did the Star Spangled Banner, which was a bonus track. Well, there's a Beyonce version of this song. What? She would not allow it. What? God bless the U.S. or proud to be American? She wouldn't let Trump use it. Nope. There's a. I doubt that. In Beyonce's version, the end of the second verse is sung, and it's time to make a change, as well as changing if I had to start again with just my children and my wife to family by my side. You know what, Bill? I think that Trump should just use all these songs from now. That's what I call the USA, the Patriotic Country Collection. You know what I want him to use next for his next rally? I want him to use um, Shelly Wright, the bumper of my SUV. That's what I want. <laughs> the bumper of my SUV. I don't even remember these songs, to be honest with you. I remember All American Girl from Carrie Underwood because the music video, she was like, Chef Carrie and police officer Carrie, like she changed like all into these different outfits. But these other ones, I'm like, I know I did this album. I 100% did. I don't remember a discussion of any of these. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next topic here because I think we're about to get into wrestling now. I told you it was going to be a long one, guys, of just non wrestling stuff. Double or nothing happened from all elite wrestling. Should double or nothing have happened? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they had the date, and they had a choice. Like you know, did you, they wrestling's been going on during this whole thing. It's one of the things that's been consistent, which we'll actually talk about more as, of, about their testing procedures and all that in a little bit. But I mean. I get why they wanted to do it because it was their first show like last year. And oh no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Was it or wasn't it? I can't remember now. Uh, it was AEW's first official show. Yeah. Right. So I get why they'd want to do it that way. But, and don't get me wrong, I love the, um, the stadium showdown. But that was awesome. <laughs> going into it, I was just like, I will say this. I, I, I do think that it's been since AEW came on, other than the, the stadium match, I think it was their weakest card to do. It's weird. Um, if you didn't know, it was the highest buy rate in AEW history. That is insane. But I'm see, here we go with the COVID aspect of things. 120,000 buys. Was it because no one else had anything else to do? That could be part of it yeah uh but it's also aew is really good at converting their audience into buying which tna for example never could um tna was getting way more viewers but they they would get do five thousand pay-per-view buys ten thousand if they're lucky uh their highest buy rate ever was samoa joe versus kurt angle the first one at sixty thousand buys and they did, I think it was uh, 55000 for the, the rematch. And then years later, they did like 45000 for Joe and Angle in the cage for the title. 
and uh, it was always Joe and Angle that did it for them, no one else. Mm-hmm. And they that's the closest TNA's ever come to making money, right? And AEW, for what it's worth, has an audience that is willing to buy the pay per views, myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. I don't think it was the best show they've ever done, but that stadium stampede was so good that it probably overshadows everything and makes me go, "That was a really great show." Like I said, and, and Bill knows this. I, as great as I thought the the stadium stampede was, or the stadium showdown, whatever they were calling it, on the opposite side, I don't know if I could have been more mad about the Brian Cage situation. <laughs> I was so angry about that. It's nonsense. But going into but okay, let's the bigger picture here though is okay. Clearly, they did the right thing, or business wise, they did the right thing. Because one of the things that I was wondering about was, I'm very surprised they're still pricing it at fifty. Not that shocked me. Not necessarily because it's like it's not worth fifty or anything like that. I. I thought that they were going to make it lower because they know that millions upon millions of people right now don't have a job. And they probably would hesitate to fork out $50. I hate the comparison. WWE only does $10 because WWE is garbage pay-per-views. And and they killed their own pay-per-view market by doing it. Right. Uh, uh, one of the things that I actually really appreciated about that pay-per-view was partway through Tony Schiavone just talking to the audience about how they knew this pay-per-view was expensive and how they know a lot of people are suffering right now and how they were just thankful that for anyone that tuned in and that they were for anyone that tuned in, they were there for them and that they that were suffering together and this virus is real. And anyways, it was all this really, you can tell he was speaking genuinely from the heart. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just some corporate speak. It was like, you know what? This is hard. This is hard for you. This is hard for us. We're all in this together and together. We're going to provide you with the best entertainment we can to distract you from it. And I thought that was very nice, but I was surprised that they charged the full price for it. I expected it to be at least $10 cheaper. Uh, yeah. I still, I still bought it. I, I was very pleased to buy it, um, but because I'm fortunate enough, I'm in a position where I can, uh, and I'm able to work from home, so it, it wasn't an issue for me. But I understand for those that it, that it was an issue for that they couldn't. But um, I was very surprised that they went full price for U.S. and Canada. Uh, it was cheaper over overseas in the U.K. Okay. It was a 1999 USD in the uh, in the UK and elsewhere around the world, but Canada and the US the full price. Bill, what do you think? Should double or nothing have happened and price tag and all that stuff? Eventually, I think it should have happened because when you look back at it, we had gone we we meaning wrestling fans over a month and a half without a paper. The last pay-per-view that had happened was WrestleMania. Or okay. actually, let me take that back. Um, Money in the Bank. Yeah, it was Money in the Bank. Um, but still, you know, you hadn't really had a lot of pay-per-views that had happened since the pandemic started. I mean, 
Impact had to cancel theirs. Ring of Honor's canceled two pay-per-views. And I think in a way you needed to have an alternative, mm-hmm. which is what AEW is right now. Sure. And I think they should have lowered the price. I think if they had done $10, I don't think it would have hurt them at the end of the day. You know, I mean, $10 is $10. It's not like they were going to lower it to five ninety nine, you know, or some price um, where it would have hurt them financially in the short run. I think a $10 drop would have been fine, but um, ultimately it ended up being for the most part, a good show with a fantastic main event. How, how mad were you about Brian Cage, Bill? Not nearly as mad as you. I, <laughs> right, uh, right. I, I was a little disappointed, but not to the point where I wanted to throw everything around. So I'm going to go, I'm going to um, use this opportunity as a cheap plug to my new series that is uh, web, that's website exclusive that uh for for or w called ww free and what that is is we are or i i'm doing a watch along with something free on the WWE network and we did the first one which was backlash 2003 with bill and um i think one of the things is i called rowdy ross <laughs> during the event and was like ross i need to ask you a really important question um, who's more overpushed, carrying for no good reason, carrying Cross or Brian Cage? And now, Josiah, I ask you that same question. Ooh, uh, I well, I'm I'm kind of okay with both pushes. Uh, I, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I, I was Brian Cage is gonna get beat by John Moxley. He's not winning the title. That's like the and, only reason I'm okay with it because I'm, if he and, loses and he goes away from the promotion, I'm good with it. Oh, uh, he's not going to go away. Sadly, uh, I, you must have really not like Brian Cage. <laughs> I just no, I just don't like the how that was booked. It was very WWE like. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I, I think that's fair. But for for me, I was just like, okay, well, that's where they're going now, and I'll I'll wait it out and see how it goes. I've liked the promos on Dynamite from uh, from Taz. With him and then Taz, Taz's promo last Wednesday saying, your, your gimmick is that you're miserable. That was my gimmick. And I started laughing. Taz is the star of the show in that regard. Uh, and uh, man, how are people just not previously? How, like, how are they not letting Taz cut promos in TNA or anywhere else? This, this guy is a promo guy. He's always been a great promo guy. Just let him talk. <laughs> and uh, and he's proven it. Uh, I think as a mouthpiece for Brian Cage, he's a great addition. Uh, something tells that the original idea was Jeff Cobb instead yeah, of him. maybe but, because human suplex machine kind of thing. But but they couldn't maybe they couldn't get Cobb or couldn't nail him down to a contract, and so they went with Brian Cage. But uh, regardless, I. I'm I'm gonna let her play out, and in terms in terms of carrying cross, I haven't watched NXT. Uh, I haven't watched any WWE. I, I kind of I'm at the point where after they released all that talent, it was just I, I was done. I was like, nope, not more, not worth my money, not worth my time and effort. If I'm paying if I'm paying them that much money and they're making the most the highest profit they ever have, and they can't 
afford to keep their talent during a pandemic. Right. And then you have that stupid storyline with Drake Maverick. My God. Yeah. And he was legitimately fired. And then and was the payoff is that... And the payoff is that Triple H is the best. Mm. Right. Yeah. Well, we gotta move on. WWE plexiglass, and they add fans. Um, that was a disaster. So the reason I'm trying to rush a little bit here is Josiah has announced that he's now on a clock. Yeah. <laughs> Just so everyone knows. Um, so WWE adds plexiglass, which I don't like because it makes it feel, to me at least, that they're in prison like i don't know why it just makes it feel like that uh what do you guys think about the plexiglass edition uh i believe i mentioned this before on a a podcast that hasn't aired yet for you guys but uh it reminds me of a hockey arena so it doesn't bother me okay sort of the same here and then the fans are just people from nxt so at least they're on TV, but they're probably not getting paid. So. <laughs> well, I would hope they get paid. Oh my gosh. If they're not, that's sad. Well, let's get into the other factor of this. Apparently, they had added fans, and what I mean by that, like you mentioned, they have the um, the talent as part of the show, and I can tell you right now, and I've been watching, by the way, I'm back on the SmackDown train, guys. I watched this past week's SmackDown. So that you makes poor me- soul. I mean, well, I've watched every SmackDown since this pandemic started, except for two and a half. <laughs> the one was the nonsense Triple H episode. I was like, I refuse to support Hunter and his ego. And then the other one was obviously um, my stepfather's funeral was on a Friday. And it mm-hmm. kind of ran into that. Like, I wasn't going to say it to, to everyone. Guys, all right, I got to go. I got to go watch SmackDown. So that was the second one. And the only other one I missed was because I thought my DVR was going and I it wasn't. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch the last hour on live. Um, but I did watch this past Friday. Um, I'm getting on my last wits end with this. And I can tell you right now, I think it's because of the addition of the fans. I definitely prefer no fans at these shows for WWE. Um, one of the things that popped into my mind that I remember where I was just like, oh, fuck these people, was um, during the Keith, I told you this, Bill, so help me out, the Keith Lee-Johnny Gargano match at NXT TakeOver in your house. Yes. When they did, all of a sudden, the people in the crowd started doing Gargano sucks, um to the John Cena song, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, I hate this. And now I'm noticing it more in when I watched SmackDown this Friday. I was just like, I hate these people in the crowd. So I definitely, prefer, I definitely prefer no fans for a WWE show. That's 100% official now. I was going to say, part of the problem is that you know they're being produced. Well, we had talked about that, I believe, Bill, at some point. Me, I don't remember when we talked about it. I'm pretty sure it aired whenever we did. That my thing was, I'm waiting for them to announce like who the floor manager is, like someone that tells everyone out there, "Here's what you say when." And 
And I personally, oh, I don't really know, but I, it's probably just Vince himself going out there. This is how I want you to react, pal. No, nah, that sounds like an agent thing. I think he would give like they would give people a paper and be like, "All right, here's what you're going to go over with all the people outside." Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, that, yeah, that I could say. Yeah, yeah, I could see. I could see it being Kevin Dunn. Uh, Bill, what do you think about the quote-unquote fans and that whole situation? Josiah doesn't watch. To a degree, I think it hurts the product. Cause I mean, to to an extent. Because you have people that work, you know, they're NXT people. Some of them we've seen on TV. And it's basically they're being forced to cheer. When Mm. it's not a natural reaction. And I think a perfect example of that, and we don't have it, you know, on our run sheet, but I just want to mention it anyway. Sure, sure. The Edge-Randy Orton match. If you watch that match, yeah, they did pipe in crowd chants, but they also had their fans there, and it sort of it, it took a bit away from the match for me. Was, I agree. It was still a good match, but it took something away from me. It was so long though. It was a forty. Is okay, this is what I said um, when I did my podcast this week? If you took the time of the second and third longest match from that show, you still had 15 minutes left of Cena and or, or Edge and Orton. Bill, is there something in Edge's contract that's like, I can't fight for less than 30 minutes in all my matches? <laughs> uh, at least this one, from what I understand, was better than the WrestleMania match. Oh, so. I guess. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, worlds better. Yes. Oh, I don't know if I'd say worlds. <laughs> the, I guess the problem with me is I'm like, I like Orton, I like Edge, but there's no stakes, so I kind of don't care. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much every WWE match that's, at this point. That's true. I mean, I care about Otis still. Um, surprisingly so. Um, but yeah, like, so, okay, I know that you, Josiah, don't really watch, but what were your thoughts when they, when you had heard that they were doing the plexiglass stuff? Uh, I thought that was fine, but but then my immediate thought, and that really comes later, and we'll have to touch on it later, but it comes down to, well, what are they doing to test? Right. And and really, because uh, I see that on our format there, uh, right. yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I will see. Uh, yeah, I might just randomly you know disappear like magic. Um, but... It's third time this week, I know. Uh, let's see. But yeah, uh, I I mean, AEW has had wrestlers in the crowd, but what they have told is the heels to go to the heel side and cheer the heels. Which is great. And the baby faces to go to the baby face side and cheer the baby faces. And then they just say, go be a fan. Yeah. And they did. Right. No, it's miles better. Miles better. <laughs> like it and it's it sounds genuine reaction like like do you think some of those guys out there who wrestle who are fans of wrestling who grew up fans of wrestling aren't thrilled to be paid to go out there sit there in the audience and just cheer at the very least to me the way the AEW has it at least i'm kind of like okay 
an MJF character would act like that, or Everyone's you know, a Dustin Rhodes would act like that in that situation. It's Billy, not like Billy Gunn with his kids would do that. Yeah, right, right. And it's not like, like for example, with again going back to WWE here, is I think it was this no either this Wednesday or last Wednesday. I don't remember. Is um. Like Adam Cole, it looks like Karrion Cross is going to be a fucking title shot, but and then all of a sudden everyone was like, "What was it? Fall in praise?" That Karrion Cross's thing, and I'm like, "God, that just sounds like so like three, two, one, go, fall and pray, fall and yeah." I'm like, "I'll tell you right now, Bill. I haven't told you this, but um, I'm going to make a statement right now. I think if Karrion Cross wins the NXT title, I'm done. I think I'm done with NXT." Well, you don't have to worry about that for now because they announced for next week there's going to be a, a triple threat for the North American title, and then whoever wins that match is going to face Adam Cole on the 8th of July in a baseball title for title match. So it's a unification because that's actually a step in the right direction to me. Not quite a unification. It's winner. Well, wouldn't it be? They'll hold both belts at the same time. It'd be That's very similar dumb. to Naito. No, well, I want unification. WWE needs less titles. Um, okay, during all of this, Impact continues to run. And I think we said this on the last episode. Are we surprised or not? I'm kind of asking the same question again. Are we surprised or not? I, anytime someone mentions Impact, I'm just surprised they're still alive. Um, I'm sort of surprised because their world champion right now is in Mexico with her fiance and the last reports that I read is she was supposed to film promos for their upcoming pay-per-view and she did not do one single promo Mm. so right now they're on opposite ends do you think that this is going to be a situation where she doesn't even show up and she never actually loses the belt? Because I can actually see that. I think Sounds gonna, like it. I think they're going to strip her of the title. God, that's... really do. After all that build. build. Yep. Yeah. Good job, Tessie. You really set things back. For TNA, in this case. TNA is going to TNA. I mean, I feel like this is more of a... This is more of a Tessa fault. Yeah, this one's not Impact's fault, actually. Yeah. No, no, but it's something that would happen to them. That is so... I don't. I like Tessa less now because of all this now. I mean, like, if I didn't know any of this about, like, that she was supposed to film promos and she apparently didn't. Like, come on. I mean, this is... We've been... If anyone, Impact is the one that is pushing women far beyond what any other promotion's doing, and this is what happens? And they've actually got a good storyline going right now with um, Deanna Perrazzo, who was let yeah. go from NXT, and she's going to challenge Jordan Grace for the women or the knockouts title, and that looks like a hell of a match. I agree. That I one's going to be good. That actually, I didn't even know that match was happening. That will be a very good match. Yeah, if they're both, they're both very good. Mm-hmm. Well, they, like I said, I continue to say Impact has the best women's roster. Continually say that almost every time that I'm that I have to. Um, oh God, Tess is such a disappointment. I'm so disappointed in that whole. I, and I don't know if I'm actually more mad about. I think I'm more mad that she is going to get out of this without even losing the title cleanly. Like she's not even going to do the right thing. 
to do that. But I am a little surprised they are running. I figured they'd do a set of tapings and then they would go back to like, I don't know, studio stuff, like not studio stuff, but like, you know, video packages and stuff like that. Kind of like a classic NWA style show. That's like an NWA style hype show. Mm, I don't know if I'd say that, but it's not just like, I'm thinking like clip shows, promote your, your app. Right. Yeah. That's what they've been doing with um, major league wrestling as of late. They've been doing like an anthology Mm. series and they, they've gone through like their archives and they've picked like a particular person or team or group for like that week. And they show like highlights of like their best matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you remember, WWE also did it at the beginning of the pandemic too. They threw in like an older match. I was like, oh great, I'm so glad I could see Triple H versus Roman Reigns tonight. Um, Donald Trump is drinking water. Oh, is that yeah? What's going on with Tulsa? Uh, he just he, he's getting cheered for drinking water. Cool. All right. Is he oh, drinking with one hand or two? Is he drink? Is he drinking with wait what? He was drinking water, and then he just threw the cup. Why? I don't he know. threw the cup on people? I don't think he did. I don't know. Here's the important question, though. Was he drinking the water with one hand or two hands? One hand. Okay. It's what inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> if he threw, splashed people with water that he drank from. And he has the virus. Okay, actually, I'm <laughs> those people at it, have the virus now. I'm looking at it, and there was nobody near him when he threw it because he threw it sort of like sideways. So but we're missing the point of why did you even throw it? I have no idea. Uh, I'm Donald Trump, pal. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I could do whatever I want. I could drink water while I'm in the middle of a speech. Throw it. It'll be phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> it's some good news. New Japan Pro Wrestling is back. Yes. And, and it's great. Is it? Because now they are... I have not seen the New Japan stuff, so I cannot judge the content. But how is that with no crowd, from what I understand? Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. I'm sure you watched it. I actually haven't had a chance. I've been meaning to. Wow. What kind of New Japan fan are you? I know. I'm terrible. I, I won't spoil them on you. Spoil it. Let's just say the fact that they treat it like a fight when they go out there really helps. Uh, like, like it's one of those things where we talked about at the start of this in one of our early COVID episodes, and how WWE's in-ring style is hurt by no fans in some ways because it's so dependent upon the audience and it's such a formula that they have. Whereas New Japan, there's no formula. You just go out there and you do what's best for the that match. And the wrestlers are taught to wrestle like it's a real fight, even though they're not hurting each other. But that's what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to look real. And so you go out there and you're watching it and you're like, I'm just watching a fight between two guys in an empty arena. Cool. And and they end up having it's a completely different formula style of match because it's designed it's designed from the ground up differently than what you would get in even any American wrestling. And uh, there's a match coming up uh, between Minoru Suzuki and Yuji Nagata that you must see. 
That's that I will say. And what I also like about how New Japan is doing this is the way they've scheduled like the matches. They have five matches for like yep. each show. That's it. Each show is about two hours and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Maybe two hours and a half, two and a half hours, and it's perfect. Yeah. And it also helps too. Speaking about their return, they are testing everyone for the virus. Okay. They are performing tests on all their athletes, very similar to how AEW is doing it. Uh, they and they when they introduce fans, and they're going to introduce fans in July. They have talked about that. It's going to be it's going to be thirty percent capacity at first, I believe, mm-hmm. and it's going to be social distance, and everyone has to wear a mask, and everyone's temperature tested at the door, and all this kind of stuff, which is entirely different from what you would get. For example, in what other responses have been with other companies. Right. Well, we're going to get to that. That's the next topic, unless you decide to leave us within the next few minutes. Um, I have a question, though, about, and this is going to be a question for when WWE and AEW allows fans as well. And it might even be more of a question for the place you bought your ticket, because I'm just thinking this right now. What if you're non symptomatic, right? And they go and they test you and somehow they get the results right there and you're positive. So they don't let you in. Do you get a refund? Cause I can tell you right now here in the United States, apparently Ticketmaster is fighting people like hell to get that refund. And they shouldn't be, you should get a refund. If you, if, 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 if personally, I think you should get a refund in that regard. See, it's weird because at the same time, I'm like, why is it the promotion's responsibility that I don't know? Like it's a really weird situation. It's it's not the promotion's responsibility that you're sick. That's true. That's true. I just think it would be a good way to earn favor with your audience to do right, that. Because now you have a ticket that's unsold, and now you just lost revenue that you cannot get back. That's true. I mean, I don't know if there's a right answer to be honest with you. I think the problem pro wrestling and probably concerts and, you know, concerts and such that come back should not rely on a live gate. I agree. You should assume that they, that you're not going to get much, if anything, from a live gate. That's the only thing that I can kind of say. And wrestling has been running, so they shouldn't really be that surprised by it, to be honest with you. And, well, most national promotions at this point run on TV money anyways. Right. So, Bill, what, what do you think about... um uh, New Japan all in all, like they're back, they're getting fans in in July. What do you think? I think they're doing the right thing. I, the, the way they're doing it, the way it's set up, I think they're in a perfect position right now. And this is something that I think every promotion, not only in the United States, but I think every promotion in the world should follow this program mm. right here. Um, because I, I actually I can tell you today, Jim, your brand new favorite promotion, Game Changer Wrestling. Ooh, okay. Had uh had <laughs> their first show back uh today in Indiana. I, I haven't seen any like pictures or anything of the show. There was from what I understand it was outside and there was social distancing. From what I understand. Yeah. Was was John Cena tested? And by the way, guys, that's gonna be that's going to be a joke for, like, the New Year's Revolution episode yes, that's coming up. Which is right around the corner, I think. It is. It is. It's the 28th. I'm pretty sure about that. 
Oh, I can't wait to kill that joke over and over again. <laughs> Before it even airs. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so we transition now. Josiah and Bill seem to be believe that New Japan Pro Wrestling is doing the testing right, but apparently WWE is doing the testing wrong or actually not even doing it. Let's, Josiah, you have been on the line wait, clawing for this opportunity. So go ahead. I have, I have. So this is a. Uh, oh, actually, is, all of a sudden we hear a hang up because he's done. Yeah. <laughs> so this has been one that we that I've been watching closely, and I even asked Brian Alvarez about on Wrestling Observer Live, uh, and it was like, when are they going to start testing? Because they're not. They weren't, anyways. They they did do a test recently, but we'll get to that. Uh, they were just doing temperature checks in the door and asking if people felt sick or not. That's all they were doing. Now, and, of course, this comes to light because they had a positive case recently. Oh, we, we've no, this has been known for a while. This, this, this one part here, and uh, before the positive case, I asked, I asked that like a week before the positive case, and then they got the positive case of someone in the audience, a developmental talent that was interacting with people on one uh, the June 9th uh, taping, and. At that point, you have to ask, well, okay, what are you going to do? And they cancel their tapings for one day, and they tested everybody for the virus. Now, the main question going forward is, do they go back to temperature checks after this and just say, hey, we tested everyone? Mm, that's a good point. Or do they keep testing them for the virus? Because that's the right thing to do. But... I get the impression that Vince McMahon, again, I think we talked about this before, does not believe this is a big deal. Right. And uh, him and Kevin Dunn both. And they, 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 there's conflicting reports of this, so I will openly admit that. But some of the added fans that they've added, which were relatives of, uh, like, close family of the, the NXT talent that were in the crowd, were allowed into the show. And Kevin Dunn said, you're not a fan if you wear a mask. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did say that. He uh, Like, that is that is confirmed that he did say that. Now, there's a question of whether or not people were forced to not wear masks. That's a bit up for debate. Some people felt like they were told, you cannot wear masks. You might as well go home if you don't want to do this, or if you want to wear one. And other people were told, were, didn't feel pressured at all to not wear one. But no one did. That's the thing. Can, can I get on the on the friends and family thing real quick? Um, because I do know that there seems to be reports of like friends and family were in the audience or something like that. I don't know if it's just me, and I want you two to get get your opinion on this. If I'm an NXT wrestler, why in the world would I want my family to come to a taping? At this point, considering the surge in Florida, that the W and, and plus and plus that NXT talent would know that WWE is not actually testing. Like, what kind of asshole does that to their family? Is what I'm saying. Some people are dumb. Yeah. Some people are just stupid. That's really the only conclusion I can come to. Um, but needless to say, WWE needs to be doing more. I think they need to follow the New Japan's model. If they follow New Japan's model, wrestling will be fine. 
Now, now on the side, on another side here, can you give us a comparison to how AEW is handling things? Because obviously, it's one thing to say New Japan because they're in a totally different place, as location-wise. Mm-hmm. AEW's in the United States. How does AEW rank up there? As far, or what are they doing versus what WWE is doing? So AEW is testing everyone for the virus. They have been. They've been doing antibody tests, I believe, and I would think they've been doing full corona tests as well, although I, I can't confirm that for sure. But I know that 100% for sure they're doing antibody tests. But they do test everyone before every taping. And then they make sure social distancing is uh, adhered to when possible. Uh, and except for the people in the audience, they, the wrestlers who are working the show and all that, they don't necessarily adhere to that. Um, I don't know if what they're doing is ideal. I do know that it is better. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it um, where they are hosted? I mean, AEW outside? Yes, Daly's Place. Which apparently is a difference. Yes. Uh, you have the part of the reason why is because it's just easier to be distant outside as well. And it's harder to, con- to contract it outside. So, because you're not as packed close together, you can be a bit more, there's a bit more freedom of movement. Um, so that helps. Uh, it also helps with the atmosphere because that, that gets a nice booming sound when the, those wrestlers are reacting as well. So it sounds like there's a lot more there than there actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, just with the way the place is set up. It's a very nice, unique venue. Um, as far as it goes, I don't think AEW is doing as well as New Japan in terms of their response to the virus. And But I think if you're going to respond the way that they have, you can do a heck of a lot worse than AEW. Sure. Because they are testing everyone. And and that's the key right there. Like, if you are testing everyone and someone tests positive, they're not on the show. Right. Uh, and they and they would be, I assume, reprimanded quite strongly for showing up after knowing they came in, or if they were sick. If they were asymptomatic, it's a different story. But. Well, you know what the most interesting about this with both WWE and AEW right now is the fact that all these tapings have been done in Florida, which is the, as of like Wednesday or Thursday this week, I believe, the one that has the surge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, this is going to be a very interesting story. Now, Josiah, I know you have to go, but before you go, Bill, can we give Josiah a Trump rally update? All right. So right now, Donald Trump has talked about how Joe Biden is being a puppet for the radical left. And then he started to talk about uh, the Air Force One and how he was using, like, his charter plane. Who, Biden was or him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Trump. Trump is about talking about Biden using a charter plane. Or has he told about him? He's first talked about Biden being a puppet for the radical left, the Democrats. Yes. And then he started to talk about uh, you know, Air Force, you know, using the Air Force One or not using it as much and uh, okay. using, like, his charter plane. Okay. So that is, That's it? That is where we are at right now. 
Oh, come on, I figured this would have more newsworthiness to it. I mean, look, I like the idea of that he drank the water and then he threw it, apparently, but I want more. Oh, he just turned, he called someone, or, like, a dumb son of a, I don't know if he, like, was asked, like, are you a dumb son of a bitch, or... <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, this, this, like, one this second, sounds like a dumpster, dumpster fire. fire. Sounds like a total dumpster fire. It's got way, well, just as I said that it wasn't newsworthy, you made it newsworthy. I mean, he's been going for an hour now. I know, that's why I'm surprised. It's not more like interesting things is happening. So, uh, All right, so he's still talking over, an, so he's been talking for an hour at this point? Yeah. Okay. Now, are you, that's just him, or is that Pence and Trump? Oh, wow, okay. Wow. That's a lot. I mean, we've been talking for an hour, but we're three people. Yeah, um, it's a big difference. Right. Well, All right, Josiah, do you want to give some plugs before you go since you're going to leave us for whatever the fuck you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, so you can follow me on social media at WR underscore central. And follow me there for all my the stuff that you can find that I write. I also write for WrestlingObserver.com, F4WOnline.com, and DailyDDT.com. So F4WOnline, Wrestling Observer, the same website. All right, thanks, Josiah. You have a great night. You get you guys as well. Bill, I'm upset that Josiah had to leave us. I know. What is he doing? Trump or Josiah? You yeah. know what? <laughs> I was going to say Josiah, but kind of both, actually. Trump is now talking about by something about by 2032. What? And he's talking what? about some girl named Angela. <laughs> okay. Nice oh, by the way, Josiah wrote, I'm sorry that, you're, that I'm upset. <laughs> Uh, if, he was, if he was really sorry, he would have stayed an extra 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if he's laughing. Wait, is he still on this line? No. Okay, because he just wrote, ha, ha, ha. And that made me think that he just heard what I said. Anyway, um, who knows what the hell he's doing. All right. Yeah. Back to Trump. Okay, now He's mentioning Germany and Russia. Germany's paying Russia millions of dollars. Energy. Bill, can I ask you this? How does he have so much content for an hour? Look, like, here's the things that he probably would, as I'm just thinking of Trump, because, look, we can go on the list of things that he should be talking about. He should be talking about COVID. He should be talking about Black Lives Matter. He should be talking police reform. That's what he should be talking about. But the stuff that I know he's probably talking about is that he wants to get reelected. He is going to bad mouth Biden. How does he hold that for an hour? Well, he hasn't talked about Biden the entire time. Like he, right. Like, if I had to time how long he referenced him, I would say at least 10 minutes. Okay, okay so where's the other 50 minutes going to for his speech? Uh, I talked about, I, I thought I saw that he talked about like the statue, like the statues being pulled down of different people. Okay, that makes sense yeah. then. Oh yeah, he's probably going to talk about the rioters and the looters. Yeah, and he said that he's not going to bomb people in our country. He just said that. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad that that's he was even a. I'm I, I, glad I that that's off the that table. Was an option for him, right? I didn't. I didn't know that that was on the table, Bill. To be fair, 
Bill, what's wrestling its next step at this point? Well, I think the first thing that I should do is send you a picture. Okay, cool. This is actually part of what is next. Last night, uh, or Friday night, depending on when you guys are listening to this, uh, IWA Mid-South had their first show back in a while. Okay. And they had a crowd that was not pandemic safe. I'm looking at it now. Okay. They had people really close to each other. Uh, Looks like a lot of them are not wearing masks. I don't know if I see any of them wearing masks, to be honest with you. I'm trying to do a zoom in. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that is a bad look on them. Now, where can I answer this? Where was this event? It was in Indiana. I want to say it was like Indianapolis or something. Okay. And also, another thing to note about this event is it's a very enclosed space. I don't even, this is definitely not a high school gym. This is, well, maybe it is actually. Because I, I think they listed the venue on their Facebook page. And I am still looking through here to see if I can see anyone. I wish I could zoom in, but for some reason, Zoom's not working. To see anyone that's wearing a mask on this particular oh wait maybe if i save it i'll put save as that's right this is some great podcast talk right here uh saving and friggin it was in indianapolis it was at the south side turners in german park i have no idea what what that is or where that is so right i'm trying to open up the photos now now how long did people know about, was this like a, we're having a show this Saturday or whatever? Yeah, this looks like this show. Like was, was it a last minute thing is what I'm asking? No. Okay. No, this was advertised. Okay. Has IWA Mid-South commented on this at all? Uh, let me see. Uh, they have. Here we go. I got to zoom now. So here we go. Oh, I'm going to look for friggin' mess in this crowd. All right. That's what I'm doing while you... Well, I mean, we someone should still probably talk. God, see, to, you know, if Josiah didn't leave, he would be the one talking. They were supposed to have made an announcement about the upcoming King of the Death Match tournament, but they had to delay that. The Prince and Queen of the Death Match tournament is off the table for right now. Okay. So that's all they have. They didn't say anything about what the crowd size was from last night. Didn't say anything about that. So I'm going to take it that they look at it as, well, we're just back to normal life. But how can you be back to normal life when you have crowded you know, it had to be at least close to 100 people looking at Well, I, that was what I was going to ask you, is how many people do you think is in this picture? Maybe about not including the performers. Yeah, not including the performers. I may, Actually, I'll, take, I'll lower that back. Maybe 70 people? Okay. Still so, too many, but... Yeah, it's also too many. I found one person that's wearing a mask, unless I'm seeing this. It is a 
the person that I'm gonna lower the zoom so I can kind of point this person out to you. It may even be a merchandise table. It's like, but like it looks like it's uh, uh, behind the corner on the right side. All right, uh, I have one on the left hand side on the really? front row. Left hand side on the front row. Sitting down or standing up? Uh, sitting down. Hmm. I don't see that one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have two. So you have that one. So if you go right from that person and go all the way to the other side of the ring, this person's sitting down, and they're the last person on the thing like uh, uh, that you'd be able to see. Okay, yeah, I see him too. Okay. So there's two people. Also, I don't know if this is because of the climate that we're in. Uh, are there? I don't think there are any black people here. Um, doesn't look like it. I don't, I don't think, think so either. So, um, I'm surprised that I'm. I'm not surprised that they tried doing this. I am surprised that there's not more coverage regarding this. Um, or, or then again, you said this happened last night. Yeah. I guess I would have heard about it for now today. All right. Um, so where does the wrestling world go from this? This is our last section here. Well, I think it has to be on a case by case basis, depending Mm. on where they are. Um, obviously we talked about Indiana, uh, IWA Mid-South and the picture that I showed Jim. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it by now. And then uh, game changer wrestling there today. Um, I really think it's going to be case by case and state by state. Mm-hmm. That's how I think it's going to be. If they do run shows, it's going to be without an audience for a bit, maybe the rest of this year. Right. Um, and then once we get into the new year, maybe, and that's a big maybe, they start to have some number of people come back. I don't see it being a full capacity the rest of this year. Yeah, um, I agree. I think if, if they do, I think they're crazy for trying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really think, ultimately, if you're looking for a legitimate, sold-out crowd, you are a year away. Maybe a year yes. and a half. Because it's not even like, even if they allow it, I do think that there are definitely not enough people that would trust it. I mean, let me ask this, because you've been watching the Trump rally. How is it looking there? Because I'm not watching it. I mean, there's still a lot of people there. They didn't really, like I said to you and Josiah. They, they didn't do a zoom out, though, of the entire place. No. Well, they didn't sell out. Like, well, right. I, I think it was free anyway, so let me take that back. Sure, so, yeah, they have to register or something like yeah. that. I think it, that works. It's, you know, like the, the building is not full. They probably had to do, a, like, a certain number of people and then stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say they have more people there than what WWE and AEW are doing right now. Which, Which is interesting because... Not, not certainly not because the WWE and AEW can't do that because I'm sure they probably could that do that amount. I'm just saying though, it's interesting because 
I can at least Vince, I can see picture in the like, all right, from what I understood, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I read this from somewhere. Mm-hmm. WWE has in their mind already their own phase plan on how to bring fans in. I read something about that. Right? Like, it's supposed to be first they bring in friends and family, which what's kind of happening right now, yeah. Then it's supposed to be as they bring in more friends and family, they're lowering out the trainees that are being there until it eventually becomes all family and friends, which will then lead to fans themselves. It's basically a four-step process. And they're right now on step one and I really think they're going to be on step one for a while. Interesting. Because I think, if anything, they're going to rush it. They might. Because it's WWE. If it was like, you know, like it was an AEW plan, I'd be like, yeah, they'll probably hold off. It's, it's really weird because I know that there are those WWE, like, defenders that are, like, will just defend whatever they do. But I'm like... Come on, you can't see that, like, they're trying to rush and they don't care about these people. They're definitely, you know, um, uh, profits over people situation here. Like, McMahon is so obsessed to have friggin' McMahon's so obsessed to have SummerSlam in front of an arena that he hasn't even announced when SummerSlam actually is yet. Exactly. Now, one person that I do want to bring up. Please. Because um, he was in the news, but. He had a legitimate reason. Kevin Owens had to leave the TV taping on Wednesday okay. because his wife's grandfather passed away, and he passed away from COVID-19. Oh, that's a shame. Okay. And WWE, believe it or not, was actually okay with that move. Right. So at, at least some people there at WWE have a heart. It's weird because I, I, in some way, wrestling is so weird in the, in this aspect, and I think you can agree, mm-hmm. is that if they didn't let him go, that would be bad, really bad press for them. But at the same time, the press isn't covering WWE's actions and the fact that they're not testing right now because... But because it's wrestling and the news media is usually for most of the time wrestling has been existent. The news media is kind of like, oh, it's just wrestling. It's that fake shit. We don't care about that. So it's really weird how like there's a real situation here that they should be covering, but they're just not. I guarantee you, if you went on the street and said to eight, ask eight to like ask 10 people, like is, um, did you know WWE? Um, was still running shows, they'd probably be like, nope, I didn't know that. Now, I think with WWE, I said this on my show this week, and I'm going to say it here, because they've had the week from hell. And okay. in, in a way, it, they sort of deserve it. Sure. Because they haven't done testing and all that. I said, and I and this sort of relates to COVID-19, because this is about Vince McMahon. This, this okay. was my thought the other night. If Vince McMahon is not out of power within five years, I'm calling it, by the end of the decade, WWE will be done. Yeah. I really feel that way. And the reason that I feel that way is 
number one, they're not getting any press. They're not getting any attention. Um, no one cares about anything that they're doing. And, just, and, you, and you know what? Fuck, you know, fuck the COVID, both literally and figuratively. But people didn't care before the COVID, really. And then, and then they got into a little bit of an issue with Fox because... Of oh, the pissing, right? Yeah, I read about that. Yeah. And Which I totally get because they had presented Fox... Fox bought SmackDown on as they were like, this is going to be like our new sporty thing on Friday nights. And when you see that, you're like, this isn't a sport. I mean, like I said, I've gone to bars on Friday nights before any of the COVID, and I've actually seen SmackDown be on bars, but then someone at some point requests it off. So I don't really know how well that's working, but I get the idea from Fox is like, well, we present a sport-like atmosphere. It's going to at least be shown in bars across the country. And then the, the other thing, going back to, pardon me, you know, the, the press not covering it. I'm really surprised that ESPN and Fox Sports have not said anything about this. And I think I know why they haven't, because with Fox Sports, they paid a billion dollars to have WWE on their network. Oh, God. All right. That's, I guess that's so much. Okay. Five years. And they're not going to, you know, on their sports channel, go like, oh, WWE doesn't, you know, didn't test any of their performers, and now one of them has COVID-19. Right. With ESPN, it's, it's sort of the same situation that you said with the regular media. You know, they'll talk about them when it's a big event, like a WrestleMania mm-hmm. or a SummerSlam. Right now, we're in the middle of that. We're in the middle of from WrestleMania to SummerSlam. And this is where they're sort of at, I'm, like, their second low point. I think their lowest point is probably from after SummerSlam until the Royal Rumble. Right, okay, which, which, yeah. Which yeah. is a shame because, you know, growing up with the Survivor Series, I, I still think it's a big event. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just, with everything going on, you know, WWE's an afterthought for them right now. Sure. And it will continue to be an afterthought until they get to SummerSlam if there is a SummerSlam. Again, like you, like you said, like we don't know, and, and that's think about this. We're like in, in the end of June right now. It's nine twenty-two p.m., and we don't know where it, when SummerSlam is going to be because I'm pretty sure they're going to have it regardless. But I, we don't know when it's going to be. I'm, I'm, we probably never had that situation before, and we probably never will again. I mean, yeah, yeah, probably not. I um, mean, are they going to do the same thing they did with WrestleMania? Are they going to make it two nights? I could, I could, oh, God, I could see, see that. I could very well see that happening. It can't be handled in one night. Right. And then again, I also don't. To be honest, with you, I don't also. I also don't like that Fighter Fest is two nights. By the way. No, I don't like that. It makes it less to me. I'd rather it just be one event. To me, as someone that, as you know, as someone that just like sometimes will create content just on the head of the game. That's a hundred percent what that Fighter Fest feels like. Like you're gonna create content just to to have it. Here it is. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But but so wait, going back to the COVID thing with WWE. Sorry to interrupt. A 
Apparently, uh, we have breaking Donald Trump news. Okay, apparently, good. Donald Trump is an AEW fan because he said that the people there are elite. Yes. All right. Well, I guess. I mean, I don't know. actually, now that I'm thinking about that, no, I don't want Donald Trump to be elite. <laughs> you are elite. You are elite. Well, I wonder what Vince thinks about that. But going back to the COVID, um, it's weird because, like, I. I in between all of this, they get you know, Paul Heyman got let go, and now Pritchard's running both Raw and SmackDown. I don't. It it's very apparent to me from from what I saw this past week. And again, I only watched SmackDown. I didn't watch. I unfortunately missed NXT and AEW for this week. Um, in watching SmackDown, I'm just kind of like nothing. I'm back to that whole nothing makes sense thing that I wasn't at when before, even though I think Pritchard was writing SmackDown. Yeah, he was. So, but there does seem to be a shift. Like, for example, I'm like, okay, why is Matt Riddle getting a title shot? Why is, I guess he didn't, I'm sorry, he didn't get a title shot. He actually just fought AJ. Um, But, okay, Riddle wins, but. He's defending against Gulak? Right. What? Why? Because why why is Bray Wyatt all of a sudden fucking Bray Wyatt from a few years ago? Is it just to lose to Braun Strowman? I don't get this. And I'm mad about it. One is easy to understand, actually. Because prior to the finals of the tournament, like the week before, AJ Russell drew Gulak and Gulak beat him. Right, okay. So Drew gets a Drew gets a title shot out of that, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. Okay. With Ray, I'm not quite sure. I, I, I it's it's just like it feels like they're trying to force like a Mick Foley situation. Mm-hmm. Where you have now Bray, Mister Rogers' character, the Fiend, and I guess well, I don't know what you would call the other Bray to be honest with you. And it's not as natural as the Foley stuff. And then also, I'm mad about how apparently Vince McMahon thinks that Andrade is like the next Eddie Guerrero. Oh my god, you're like, that, okay. You know why it's fucking stupid? I'll tell you right now why I think it's stupid, and and then we'll go back to COVID. It's stupid because Eddie, because anyone who says that doesn't remember or wasn't watching when Eddie Guerrero was in WCW going into WWE. We liked Eddie Guerrero because he was, first off, he gave great matches in WCW, but then he got shit on by, like, he never got put over as a main event guy, even though he should have been. He had the thing with Eric Bischoff where he, you know, he threw coffee on himself. It's like, Bischoff, I'm gonna, I'm throwing coffee on myself, and he starts the LWO. He joins up with the Radicals. He makes a name for himself, but still, because of politics, he stays as a lower card guy. And then he finally gets his opportunity in WWE. He, we don't, again, in hindsight, the Radicals jump a big move, but if you don't remember, if you were living back then, and if you watch and listen to WWE's history, mm-hmm. you would think that they got pushed right away. They didn't. No. 
No. At all. Just like Chris Jericho. It's like, he had a great debut, and then he went to shot it. We shot him to the moon. No, you didn't. His next feud was Road Dog. Come on. Okay, let, let's go back to uh, our Backlash review, which we put okay. up recently. We did put up. Well, wait, can I finish the Guerrero thing? Oh, oh is this tying into that? Or is this tying into that? No, it ties, in, it ties into it. All right, let's do hear your thing about Backlash. Okay. Look at the four. Malenko is in a match for the light heavyweight title. Saturn's in a match for the hardcore title. Guerrero is in a match for the European title. Benoit is in a match for the Intercontinental title. With all due respect to all four of those guys, none of those are main event matches. Not in 2000. Guerrero. You're right. I agree. And in the so, other no. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 go, you go first. If this okay. is backlist, keep going. Yeah, because I've seen the, the Eddie comparison multiple times. As I hate Andrade, Angel Garza, Humberto, who we haven't seen as much of lately. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. Stop fucking saying they're Eddie Guerrero just because they're Latino. And Sammy Guevara, all four of those within like the span of three months have all gone in the. Oh, he's the well, next I, Eddie Guerrero. He's the yeah. Next are we gonna, say, are we gonna say the, the like the next up, the next new black man is the next fucking Ron Simmons? Exactly. Why can't we? It's have, so like, dumb. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use a saying that AJ said to Matt Seidel after a match. Mm-hmm. Don't be the next AJ Styles. Be the first Matt Seidel. And what he meant by that is basically don't copy like like in a way to way of saying this. Be you. Be the first you. Yeah. That's what I want Andrade to be. Is the first Andrade. Is yeah. the first Sammy Guevara. The first. I think, I think Sammy Guevara is the first Sammy Guevara. Oh, I, I agree with that. Because I mean, he has stood out like a free, like he is. He's a. It, it makes me so happy that he's succeeding. So with given succeeding in what he's given, that it really justified the fact that Cody fought him as the first match on Dynamite, which you could have told me. I remember the first time I was like. The fuck is Cody fighting this guy Sammy Guevara for? No, and and I was at that, and I was like, "What is he doing fighting this guy?" And then at the end of the night, he comes out, you know, to attack him and the Bucks, and it's like, "Oh, they're really going with this guy." Yeah. But so going back real quick to the Eddie Guerrero thing, and then we'll get back on COVID here is. If you remember, and I think it might have even started in WWE, that's when his, we learned about Eddie Guerrero's, like, drug problems and all the problems that he had. Um, and then he kind of fought it and, you know, was in WWE, and then they came back again, his, you know, his demons, quote-unquote. And, uh, and then he fought them back again, finally through, finally actually wins the title from Brock Lesnar, of all people. Um, you know, with Goldberg interference, whatever. But I think most people at that time had thought Lesnar would actually fight Goldberg for the belt. Um, so, and then he actually goes to WrestleMania and fights Kurt Angle and su- again, surprisingly keeps it, which gives us that great moment of, well, I mean, you know, say what you will now because of the Benoit situation of Benoit and Guerrero, two guys that 
fought through, tried to fight through the politics of WCW, wound up in WWE, and wound up succeeding. Mm-hmm. You, we watched personally Eddie Guerrero go through ups and downs of his entire career, both professionally and and, and personally. And that's when he find, and then he finally makes it. Andrade has no trials and tribulations. And that's why I get so mad when I read that Andrade, it's people like, I'll be the next Eddie Guerrero. Why? Because he's fucking Latin? Exactly. Like, like the next thing you know, like, some, and, and this is, again, with all due respect, some woman who's blonde will be called the next Trish Strat. Right. Or some woman with red hair, red hair. and tattoos yes. <laughs> will be the next Lita. Right. Um, okay, so like I said, where, where are we at with COVID now? I, it's hard to tell because I'm wondering, because this is another aspect of the COVID, what's going to happen with Florida? This is probably going to be something big that happens this upcoming week. Because like we mentioned throughout this entire show, Florida has had, has had a surge. And we don't know, because to me, what I hear a state has a, has a surge, that means you have to take a couple steps backwards. Will this affect WWE? Will it affect AEW? Because, quite frankly, they're both going from the same state. Are we going to see more positive results um, for COVID with the whole state really under... I don't even know the right word right now. Under under chaos, I guess you would say. Right. What do you think? I think, okay, to answer the first question, it's going to affect WWE more than it's going to affect AEW. And I'll tell you why. Okay. When AEW had those episodes of Dynamite taped in that very small venue, which we later found out was, I think, QT Marshall's wrestling school. Was it? Oh, I forgot about that. They won't say because they don't want people to fight. Right. (laughs) Which I think is hilarious. That was done in Georgia. So if they have to move, they've got at least one location. Okay, I see what you're saying. Maybe two. I I don't know if they do have a second, but knowing or guess, I'm guessing Tony Khan. He might have a second place, just in case the first one doesn't work. Because he's Tony Khan, and like he's kind of up there as far as money and probably connections go. Exactly. Yeah. With WWE, we really don't know what Stamford, Connecticut, or Connecticut in general is right now. We don't right. know if they have gone down or not. WWE's backup place is in a state that has a recent surge of cases. Mm. And if that goes, where are you going to go? Are they going to go the Dana White route where they're going to have shows on an island? <laughs> right. I'm still waiting for that, by the way. Those I think that's in five islands. three weeks, actually. Is, is it really? So it's real? Yeah, it's real. He's got it? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I didn't know that. I thought I thought that was dropped for some reason. No, no, I think that's going to happen. But Good. with WWE, they have to figure out, okay, if, we, if the performance center gets closed down, 
where are we going to do our shows? Yeah. That's the big thing. As far as positive tests go, right now with WWE, I think if they get another positive test or more than one positive test, then they're going to have to change their entire testing completely. Right. AEW right now, like Josiah said, not as good as New Japan, but a hell of a lot better than WWE. And if they have a, you know someone that tests positive, then, again, I think they have a, a game plan. Because I know when they first started doing the live shows again, they were all in a hotel in Jacksonville. <clears throat> and that's where I think a lot of them have actually stayed is right. in that hotel. So maybe, maybe the chances of an AEW figure, I'm not going to say wrestler, it could be anybody. Right. It could be, it could be a cameraman for all we know. Yeah. It could, it might be lower right now than WWE. Yeah. By the way, I did like that. I even though I didn't watch AEW this week, I watched the highlights. I did like Orange Cassidy as the camera. Oh, that was so good. He's another one who I think has been has gotten over during this period. There's a lot of them. The only problem, see, the, right now, the only problem right now to me is, and it's not really a problem to me, but I'm sure it's one of those things that quote-unquote internet fans are all you know get all on them about is the fact that your main champion is an xwe guy and your tv champion is cody because cody's one of the bosses if not you, you consider the main boss which i think there could be arguments be made um that he is the main boss other than other than tony khan that they don't see that all these other people are being built up like like, like, I definitely can see, like, Orange Cassidy's one of their main guys, as is, to me, um, Sammy, but, like, it's not, he's not there yet, but he kind of is. Like, and there's probably a couple, I mean, I would say Darby, but I don't know what happened. I heard he might be injured, actually. But, which because I think Darby is one of the guys, I mean, he freaking did a thing with Tony Hawk. And I was like, that guy's, Tony Hawk's actually still relevant. So, like, people associate skateboarding with Tony Hawk and all his games. I, I don't think Tony was, Hawk will ever be not relevant. Probably not, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, that's a great move. I feel like they should have promoted that more. Um, but whatever the case is, like, going back to COVID, I just, I just don't know, Bill. And I don't know, like, do you see wrestling at, at some point really taking a step back? back or do you think they're going to continually push to have to try to get themselves back to normal even though that might not be the best move i can because i think what i think here's what i think i think that they know that they're pro wrestling and i think that they know that more than likely they can unless something major happens that they can fly under the radar radar of the, of the media true but I think with social media the way it is, it's not going to get away for long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to bring up, you know, what if we see a, you know, a, a spike in cases in Japan? What's going to happen with New Japan? Right? Of course. And if, in fact, I thought there was 
at least in China, I believe. And originally, the the Wuhan or whatever supposedly is my star. I thought at some point I saw there was a spike there for some kind of market or something like that. So you're absolutely right. It could absolutely happen in Japan, in, in where New Japan's based out. I don't know the geography of Japan and where New Japan is versus like the most cases, but I mean, it can really be anywhere, obviously. And then with here, again, I'm going to go back to it's going to be a case-by-case situation. Uh, with Ring of Honor, I read recently that Joe Coff has said that they are considering doing TV tapings starting in July. Because right Where now, did they plan on going for the TV tapings? That, that's another thing. Because right now, all they've been doing is they've dedicated like a whole hour to an individual or a team, like MLW did, like I said about MLW earlier. Yeah. Um, maybe at their dojo? Which is where? In Maryland. Uh, well, you're in Maryland, so like, I mean, do you think that they can get away with that? Do you think your state is at the, at the point of it? I think right now they could get away with it, although it would be empty arena. Mm. So if they keep it empty arena, I think they're going to be okay. Okay. So. It's just really, like, it, it, it's so weird that during all of this, pro wrestling is still going mm-hmm. to me. Because, I mean, look, we've talked about on our previous COVID episodes that, I mean, Pro wrestling was labeled as essential, which is ridiculous. Um, but yet, yeah, they've been through this whole pandemic. I mean, I'm not even saying it's over because, quite frankly, it's not. But I'm just saying, like, it just amazes me because if you were to say, like, uh, you know, back in the day of, like, you know, the 2000s, by the way, there's going to be a pandemic. and But, but, but guess what? Pro wrestling is going to run because they're going to be essential. Yeah. Would not have believed you at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, how in the world is pro wrestling essential? In what way? <laughs> I, you know, I like, I definitely like, still like pro wrestling. Obviously, there's certain things I like more than others, but I'm like, I wouldn't consider it essential to my life. Um, all right. Uh, all right, let's start re- getting ready to sign off here unless you have something else to add. Oh, let's get one more update from the Trump rally. Okay, uh, Right now, let's see, he is just talking in general. There's no thing, like, big thing he's saying. Um, well, the big thing, thing is the fact that he's been talking for an hour and 42 minutes, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been, he's been going at it for a while. Okay. Yeah, that's a long time. I mean, it's almost the length of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we're we were well we're two people now. We were three people as of a little while ago, and we're trying to fill out time to to talk about things with COVID. All right, I, I, let me give my plugs here. All right, so you find me on thatspodcasting.com. Uh, we're pushing our. This was the Sunday that we did Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker versus Kane. Right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to push that till, I don't know, Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, your choice. Wednesday. Your choice, really, oh, if you want to change that. Um, yeah, let's do Wednesday. All right, Wednesday it is. So, I mean, we're nearing the end of Eliminated, but we still have 
our summer series. It's actually Bill and Fro, right? Next Sunday, a week from this. Yeah, we watch New Year's Revolution. Yes. Um, Well, you want to be clear of what year it is, because I didn't even remember. Because I didn't even remember there was, like, multiple New Year's Revolutions. Um, Yes, we do that. It was a good show. I mean, that's all Surprisingly, I was I was definitely surprised by that. Um, and yeah, there was lots of jokes and lots of fun. It's a watch along. And as far as I go, like I mentioned, WW Free uh, on matspodcasting.com. Myself, Bill, and guest starring at one point Rowdy Ross, and then Angry Cooter came on. I'll tell you what, I learned a lot from that last episode i'm definitely going a different route for episode two um which bill we'll talk about later but i think i have an idea of what i want to do for episode two but that'll be in july it's where we watch one wwe network event that's for free and bill by the way since enough time's gone by i think i'm right i think they're only update that once a month because i don't think anything's changed on the lineup right and it's been, what, two weeks at this point, maybe three, actually. Yeah. So if they didn't change, I was wondering if they would change it weekly. Doesn't seem to be the case. Um, but yeah, we'll be back here for that. And uh, now that's why I call podcasting is obviously on hiatus, but we will do a Christmas episode. Me and Bill will be reviewing All I Want for Christmas is You. It's a movie. It's the Mariah Carey movie. Uh, it's her autobiography. <laughs> it's her autobiography. <laughs> Bill, you snooze, you lose. Yeah, you snooze, um, you lose. Um, okay, Bill, what are you up to these days? I'm curious because this is timely, so I'll get to know what's going on in your life for plugs. Um, well, right now, uh, that wrestling show, uh, we're still going. Uh, what did you talk about this week? Uh, this week we reviewed Backlash, plus we talked about uh, the COVID-19, uh, we talked about Evolve Wrestling uh, and how they are on hiatus, and it looks uh, like they may be done. I think I think they've been done for years, but okay. Uh, and then, the minute they were like WWE's farm league, I was just like, I don't care about this promotion anymore. Um which I was big. I remember, I think I went to Evolve like four or five, because in the early days, they were in Rawway. What Evolve are they on now? 130 something that's what i mean like think about that like i was there for the rawway shows and i remember being because if i remember evolve did, were i don't want to say the first ones because they probably they probably weren't but they were really bringing in like they want to focus on wins and losses with records yeah but i i remember i had a good time but then like once i heard they were part of wwe and i was it just even the way it felt i was just like Ugh. Yeah. You're, you're not, not you're su- you're not independent anymore. You're I hate to say it like this. Like, you're a sellout. Yeah. I don't have any interest in you anymore. Um now also um I want to bring up uh next week I am going to start season ten of South Park uh for my South Park podcast. And I'm actually cutting it close because I wanted to wait to see when they would be put on HBO Max. It looks like they're going to be put on this coming week. So I will be reviewing the first episode of season 10. 
and actually I'm going to make a surprise announcement that I just thought of a few minutes ago while we were recording. Um, I am going to bring back uh, a podcast that I enjoy doing because uh, I got to make fun of movies. Untitled Movie Project is coming back uh, sometime this summer. And uh, basically, is this because you have HBO Max? No, apparently, no, no. Uh, <laughs> basically, the, the the way it is, it's mystery science theater, but I make fun of our favorite movies. Okay. And I have not done one in a very long time, and I really miss it. I actually yeah. have a list of requests from a while back, so I think I'm going to start working on that. So. Uh, Good for you. Yeah. I, I miss doing that because I would just like it would just be the most random stuff off the top of my head. So um, I'll send you. I, actually, it's still up on iTunes if you ever want to subscribe to it, Jim. I've done some Disney. Movies. Yeah, I don't give a try. Yeah, I've, I've I mean, done, you can do more Disney movies yeah, now. Like, yeah. There's so um, much you can do. My, I've done Sleeping Beauty because mm-hmm. that's actually one of my favorite movies. I'm not gonna lie, I really like that. Really? Do you, and do you know what the prince's name is? Philip. David. Okay. David. Right. No, no Philip was right. Yes, yes. Usually people don't remember it. Okay. Um, so yeah, like I, I've done a bunch of different movies. Uh, I actually, in one episode, rewound the movie because I thought I heard somebody say something that I was surprised of. Um, but usually I just go straight through the movie. You know, I watch the movie. You guys get to hear me talk and either enjoy in pain or in actual happiness. So. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Why don't you, you, you send us out of here, Bill? You give the outro. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this uh, episode of our mini series of wrestling and the COVID-19. Um, Maybe we'll be back for another one. Who knows? I think we, we definitely will. It's just the thing is, the problem is, and this is why it took us so long. The problem is I, I want to make the call like when there's enough stuff to talk about. Like right now, like, cause if you were to talk to me about two weeks ago, I'd be like, no, there's not enough because we were just starting reopenings. And I was like, and, and even stuff in the wrestling world, I don't think we had plexiglass Two weeks ago, New Japan wasn't back. Um, there's a lot of things that in, that we talked about today that weren't going on. So once, so it might not be until another month, month and a half, but I don't know. Who knows? That's what I'm just saying. Is is it's gonna pop up whenever? But I do think there's definitely at least gonna be one more episode. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in, and we will talk to you all again real soon.